Laughcast.com presents. <laughs> They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. The following podcast is scheduled for one hour with a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first your hosts, I am Nathan Bush from Logan, West Virginia. He is T.R. Shock from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The man behind the wheel, Jeff Simmons. This is Wide Men Can't Jump, episode 13. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Nate? What's up, Jeff? We are here live from LaughCast.com studios in a joyous and a glorious and a fantastic week to be a Philadelphian, to be from the surrounding area of Philadelphia, such as Delaware County, where we are emanating our show from. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles, for those of you under a rock, are going to the Super Bowl against those New England Patriots for a rematch after a smothering of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'm going to talk about basketball soon enough, but Jeff, uh, how you feeling? Man, I'm just so pumped. I'm still living on cloud nine. Like, that was the, I said on Facebook, that was the second happiest day of my life. And obviously, if they win, it will be the happiest day of my life. But uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm really pumped up. I can't believe it that they're there still. Big shout out to Jeff's girlfriend, by the way, for not even making the top three on best days of his life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's not listening, right? She's not listening. To uh, she's she's actually working right now, so I'm off the hook. Right. All on. right. Good deal. Well, guys, we want to welcome you to Wide Men Can't Jump tonight. Uh, this show is brought to you by the good folks over at WowFreeCam.com. That's right, WowFreeCam.com. Jeff, why don't we go ahead and plug them really quick? Go for it. Hey guys, it's Nate from Wide Men Can't Jump, and I just wanted to tell you about this brand new free site, WowFreeCam.com. You listen to us for basketball analysis and insight and entertainment, but where are you going to go when you get the itch to talk to a sexy lady? You go to WowFreeCam.com. They have the hottest women on the internet, and guess what? It's 100% free. Log on right now, and go talk to them if you want. You can do it. It's all free. Free to look, fellas. Have a look, enjoy, and tell them Nate from Wide Men Can't Jump sent you. The number one adult entertainment site that you can participate in, wowfreecam.com. Must be 18 or older, but you're not going to want to miss out on this. Log on to wowfreecam.com. Big thanks to our sponsor there, and we want to tell you guys you can find us right now on Facebook.com. It's Wide Men Can't Jump. Twitter, we're at Wide Jump on Twitter. You can follow TR at TR Shock on Twitter or Thomas Robinson on Facebook. I'm Nathan Bush or at MMITM Nathan on Facebook. You can check me out, and you can check out my band. We just finished our album. Meet me in the matinee. It'll be out soon, and I believe that's some plugs for now. Thanks to guys from Collar and Elbow. Use the code... TR Shock, and you can save 10% at checkout, and it gives the show some love. So we got the plugs out of the way early there, guys. Well, just a little slight correction. Great job as always, Nate, but it's Collar and Elbow Brand. Oh, excuse com. me. Slightly different. Maybe to take you to porn or something if you don't have the brand. I don't know. But <laughs> TR Shock does get you 10% off. And I just want to give a shout out and a plug of sorts to uh, our friend Michael Criscola Concrete in Brookhaven, Pennsylvania. It's insured and licensed, all concrete needs. Call him at 610-986-2900. And, Mike, I love you, but I didn't prepare a commercial like I did tell you, so uh, you got the bare bones, but I'll hook you up next week, buddy. Thank you for uh, being into this with us. Uh, Should I start off with some Sixer stuff? Well, before we get into that, one second, I want to make two quick announcements, and this will be very quick because we have our our guest coming on here shortly. 
But first off, if you're not following college basketball, guys, now's the time to do so because we are starting a college basketball come March Madness. There will be a dra- a bracket, bracketology. Fill out your brackets and enter our pool. It'll be no cost. There's no money on the line. We will be doing this, and we're going to see who's going to be the best at picking the brackets. Jeff, I want you in on this. We'll get Chris. I think all of all the kind of like side bets that we've made so far, predictions, I've been uh, a pretty much the leader in so far. Yeah, but that's because we're trying to entertain people. I think I had the most uh, NBA All-Stars, too. I think you did. If I'm not mistaken. You also, but you lost the trivia game, which is the only thing that matters. So we're going to have that. I, that, uh, I got robbed on that, and okay, uh, you might have. I did, I did have the Christmas games too. You did. You got the Christmas games. Also, next week I'm going to go ahead and plug our guest next week. Next week, Jim Peterson will be joining us here. He is a former NBA player and current uh, color commentator for the Minnesota Timberwolves, alongside Dave Benz. Jim played for the Houston Rockets from 1984 to 1988, and then from 1988 to 89 with the Sacramento Kings. Then he played for the Golden State Warriors from 89 to 92 and then was the assistant coach for the Minnesota Lynx in the WNBA from 2008 to 2017. Jim will be joining us next week to talk a little basketball. It's a great land, uh, Booker man. Great job. Do my best. Now, on to some Sixers-Wolves talk. Go ahead, TR. Sixers-Wolves talk. Uh, The Philadelphia 76ers, I don't want to be negative whatsoever this, uh, this week due to the Eagles it's going to be media week. It's going to be, you know, a team that's really special, but a team that isn't special. And the reason the Eagles are special is because they overachieve and they play hard and it's next man up and it's the underdog story where you see the masks. This Sixer team has the talent to be minimum three seed in the East. They have the length, they have the athletic ability, but they don't have the heart. Now tonight, uh, it's a pet peeve of one of our uh, professional broadcasting friends of ours, who I won't mention, um, where I mentioned current things because podcasts are listened to at, at the listener's convenience a lot. But uh, tonight uh, they are playing the Chicago Bulls. It is Wednesday. What's the damn date today? January 24th. 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 Uh, three quarters in. They're up They're up 20 without J.J. Redick, without T.J. McConnell. And they give up leads and turn the ball over so much. Even with a Chris Dunless Bulls, I can't count on this team. Well, I just to give a, an update on them. They are up eighteen um, right now, one hundred eight to ninety um, at the moment. Okay, so maybe the Sixers are bouncing back from letting a lead go to the terrible Memphis Grizzlies team, and uh, in which Mark Gasol pushed around Joel Embiid like he was nothing. He didn't score until about the second quarter. He ended up with 15 and 14 or 14 and 15, one or the other. But, you know, a generational player doesn't uh, go scoreless in the first period. And Brett Brown gave them a little promise. He'd charter a flight to see the Eagles in the Super Bowl had they won eight in a row, which is, you know, this is their second game of that uh, spree between now and the Super Bowl. Uh, recently they showed my favorite number one draft pick in the history of the NBA, University of Washington's own Markel Fultz. <laughs> And some practice videos, shooting free throws. Uh, he made three of four in the current video. Usually, And the, the miss was awful. The delivery was awful. And it reminded me of fifth and sixth grade CYO. I swear to God, it reminded me of my coaches around me in fifth and sixth grade while I was shooting free throws. Now, granted, he does have to work on his shot again. He has to work on free throws. Uh, and maybe I'm blaming the guys that filmed it, or maybe they should put him in a back room or something. Don't let the number one overall pick in this multi-billion dollar industry called the National Basketball Association be sitting there clanking free throws. I mean, the, uh, number one overall. I'm not talking like a, a second rounder who's seven foot five and you project him in five years to be great. I'm talking <coughs> about number one overall. And uh, uh, I'll close on this. There's one more thing with this Ben Simmons. Tonight's Australian uh, appreciation, heritage appreciation. And, I, you know, I love me some Emma and some hot Australian women, but I don't love Amen. I'm starting not to love that damn Ben Simmons because he'll be shown on uh, SportsCenter with a 17, 9, and 8, and he already had a triple-double earlier tonight in and all third, that nonsense. In the third quarter, he had a triple-double. But they won't show on ESPN the ten times that he throws it to the eighth row and guys in the invisible man and his assist-to-turnover turn, ratio and the reason the teams go on 
runs, he's a big part of because he just falls asleep and throws the ball away. So, Mr. Simmons, until you learn to shoot, stop running your mouth. And he does run his mouth. He gets in fights. I don't know if you guys saw the Raptors game with Kyle Lowry was ready to kick his ass. Kyle Lowry's half his size, but he's from North Philly. He's like, I, you know, come on, brother. Let it, you know, let's get it on. And, uh, you know, Ben, word to the wise kid, don't try to fight a guy from North Philly, please. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, I want to be, be your fan, Ben Simmons. But stop turning the ball over and stop from – I have inside knowledge that after the game he just blows right by the kids and blows them off and won't sign a thing. So F him and his attitude. He's got to get it in check because he's not an all-star yet, and that's factual, and we'll talk about that later. And with the Sixers, I'm done because I want to be happy again and concentrate on the Super Bowl with the greatest organization, I would say, that we've ever had, this this, this combination that we got of, of talent that steps up and – you know, hasn't talked shit until a little bit this week, but they deserve to talk a little shit this week in the case of, like, Elaine Johnson. Go, Eagles, go, and we'll cover that next week as well. Go ahead, Nate. Well, quickly on the Timberwolves, um, we had an embarrassing, just a beatdown from the Rockets, which really put us in our place in the West that shows while we're a good team, we're not on the level of a Houston or a Golden State, and we can't play with them yet. We just can't do it. Our defense was sloppy. Uh, James Harden, Chris. That was James Harden's first game back, and he was off, and they still just made us look awful. And uh, it was it was a rough night. But the Wolves then go forward. Jimmy Butler has not played the past. I think th- this is his third game tonight. They're playing the Trailblazers tonight. Third game that Butler has missed, and the Wolves have won two in a row. They picked up a big win against the Clippers the other night, and they had a really solid game. Um, I just blanked on who they played. But they have won two in a row. Wiggins has been playing great. Towns has looked great. And no Butler. Crawford's been out. Crawford came back tonight. Uh, the Wolves did take over third place in the West. They finally – oh, it was the Raptors. Excuse me. They played the Raptors the other night. Beat the Raptors. A great Eastern Conference team. Without Jimmy Butler, they beat the Raptors. So that's a little bit encouraging that Wiggins is finding his role in the offense and can step up when – Butler goes down and Crawford was out too. So big ups to Wiggins for stepping up and Towns has looked great. And Marcus Georges Hunt's playing like a defensive machine and he's really stepped into his role and deserves more minutes. Uh, I've been really impressed with Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones is a great second option at point guard. I really enjoy what Tyus is doing. This is coming from a guy that I couldn't stand Tyus Jones when he played at Duke, but I love having him on my team now. And you know what? I think the Wolves, um, with everything going down in San Antonio, we're going to talk about that later. The Wolves should secure the number three spot. Right now we're tied with them for third. So I'm hoping we can get that three spot. And who knows, if Houston stumbles, maybe go up to the two. So things are looking good up north for Minnesota. So hopefully more good news coming. Hopefully Butler gets back healthy soon. And, yeah, go Wolves. Cool. Um, before I introduce our first guest, can you get sexy on the uh... – I love looking at Big Nate on that uh... – Face to face, um, <clears throat> gotta love me, Nate. You, you, uh, we, we have uh, are returning after a two week absence. And what's that old saying? Uh, if you love something, set it free. And if it comes back, then it was really yours. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, we've uh, made our wait online because we both said we we're going to be quick. Karen for Phil, are you there? Hi, how are you? So happy that you're back with us, and uh, can. Restore yeah, some me order. too. I missed it. Yeah, you're restoring some order to this program. Uh, we both said we were going to start off quick, and we just rambled about our stupid teams, but we're glad to talk to you. Nate, Nate, hey. did you miss me? God, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. I got a lot of good gambling stories, and I got um, – I won't talk about um, sex unless you guys want me to – I got gambling stories and um, stuff about the Eagles. Um, guess what? Go ahead. Well, I have two gambling stories. The first one is, you know, my ex is like a mean guy, but I'm like really submissive to him, right? Yeah. Well, he ran a scheme on me. Okay. He ran a scheme on me involving gambling. He texted me on the Saturday that the Eagles played the Falcons. Okay. And he said, 
put 200 on the Eagles. If I lose, I'll pay you, okay? <laughs> so I put that money on the Eagles for him, but all my friends said if it lost, that he wouldn't have paid. Oh, I, I, is can I jump in with an opinion? Yeah, I tend to lean on the side of most of your friends. That if <laughs> that if the Falcons would have hit, he might have uh, sweet talked you into, uh, you know, rolling it over or something. So, so listen to this, though, okay? So I had to say to him, though, Daddy, please stop and take the two hundred dollar win because here's what happened: I have a um, balance with my guy, okay? Right, and. All it did was knock down, and my guy lets me pay in installments, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had to pay, I have to pay, he hasn't even come pick it up. <laughs> I have to pay my daddy $200 because um, all it did was knock my total down a little. Wow, so it's coming out of your proverbial pocket either way. Yeah, <laughs> and so I had to tell him to stop because um, I have to have my money, you know, for the week. Yeah, uh, I feel you. You know, I've been there. Uh, not in those specific situations, but uh, I know but how I it like is. It cause, I like it because now when I, he has to come see me to pick it up and maybe I can blow him, you know, or maybe he'll <laughs> fuck me again. I don't know. That's a good point. You, you do have something to hold over, he, over him, and uh, it's sports-related, so it's very topical for our program. Yeah, yeah, when well, you yelled at me, don't spend a cent of his. He's real into money. He loves money. <laughs> uh, he, he is not alone. So so, so is, is that the the first story, Karen? Yeah. I like that, that one's over. I like that story. Unless you want me to talk about what I crave about him. That one's over. The second <laughs> one is I got my block pool numbers for the Super Bowl. Wow, you got them this early, huh? Let me write these down. Yeah, I have Eagles 1. And Patriots zero. It's pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad numbers. Are, are you familiar with and block pools changed, down there in West Virginia, Nate? Listen, all I know is hit or stand on blackjack, man. That's about it. <laughs> they, they didn't get the blocks down there yet, uh, Karen. You, wait, well, hey, this Karen. one's really cool because, oh, yeah, it's Australia Appreciation Night, right? Yeah. yeah. That's really good because I like to go down under. <laughs> I saw that coming from Philly all the way here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I served up a, yeah, you're right, Nate, you're right. So, um, Uh-oh, Nate's the comedy police all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, Nate caught me. No, nah, that was good, I liked it. But it is true, I like to go down under, like if you've ever like suck cock from down under, it's really dope. Do you come from a land down under? So I have the um so the this block pool is really interesting because it changes at every score and at the end of um you know, you get paid at every score and also at the end of um the quarters and games. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. So uh, and zero zero already gets paid. Yeah, I, I've been in those before. Unfortunately I've never had zero and zero, but uh I got a couple dollars one <laughs> yeah. time. Hey Karen. It's Jeff. Yo. Uh, I have a question. Hey, you... what's up, Jeff? Oh, my God. Jeff is there. Jeff, what's up? <laughs> How are you, Karen? I miss you. Good. I miss you, too, baby. What's up? Hey, so that, that one and zero, is that is that the, the final, or is that just the first quarter? Oh, he just... Um, every... Go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, uh, you should probably listen to the show since you're the engineer. Um, <laughs> I said that... Um, she just explained it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said it's every quarter and uh, every score and the end of the game. Oh, it, it, it so it is every score. So it, it, yeah, even you if it's can just... like people that people can really win a lot, like with that um, end of the quarter and every score thing. If you have the right numbers. Yeah, but like when the Eagles go up twenty-one nothing, you know, it's good for Karen. Right? Well, we're looking at a twenty-one twenty win or a twenty-one ten lead, that kind of thing. You're right. Right on. But um, I, before I go, I want to talk about the Super Bowl for a second because I got gambling advice about it. All go right. Ahead. The current line is what, five and a half? Carolina, I don't think they're playing. 
No, you, I misspoke if, if you heard <laughs> Carolina. Um, I said the current line is five and a half, I believe. Oh. <laughs> Carolina was two years ago. They choked against Denver. I had Carolina. I'm still. <laughs> they sure did. I, I had that side as well. Um, so listen to this. I have this game pegged. This is a very rare case where I actually like it doesn't make sense, but I like the money line Eagles better than I actually like the points, and let me explain why. Go ahead. The game here's this is gonna definitely happen. So I've seen the future. That's awesome, I feel you. The I Eagles think. are gonna be the Eagles are getting five. They're gonna be down like three or four late in the game. And they're gonna be driving, okay? The reason why I like the money line is if they win, like the point spread is going to have no impact on the game. Okay. Five is a dead number right now. Okay. Okay, so what I'll tell you is this. The Eagles will be down three or four. They'll be driving late. They either pull it out and win <laughs> or something freaky will happen and the Patriots will pick up a fumble or get an interception and take it all the way back for the cover. So it's, it's actually going to come down to that play. So the point spread is nothing. You might as well bet the money line because you get paid a little more. And it's just going to be a game of chance. It's a coin flip. because So, so the other way you can do it is take um, that a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown will be scored because I believe it will. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting props, and maybe uh, we'll get into that at another time. What do you What do you got to say, Nate? Oh, I was just, uh, Karen. We love having you on, and we have missed you so much, and we're so glad you're here. And we have got a really busy schedule coming up over the next few weeks. So I'll tell you what we'll do to make sure you have proper time for your segments, and we're not cutting you off like we always have to on these packed shows. Give us another week, and we'll come back after the Super Bowl and talk to you again. How's that sound? Oh, yeah, I like it better when you guys tell me um, to get lost than to have me on and be cucked. <laughs> I we'll don't even know. So I'll see you weeks, guys Karen. in two weeks. So, uh, two weeks. What do you say? Why don't we just do it that way then? What, what, which week lines up with your show? Yeah. We want to make sure we plug your um, show. Oh, fuck my show right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to promote my show. I hate my show. No, I love my show. Um, but I have a big announcement about my show coming up on Periscope. So, um, any, when the show's still going, you know what? I'll make the, I'll make the dramatic announcement now. Okay. You give you guys a scoop. Let's you hear deserve it. it. Okay. Let's hear it. They draw um, numbers, man. All right. Oh, I know. The scoop is that eight. A plus, my partner since the beginning of the show has resigned. Ooh. No, so I'm gonna have, yeah. So um, I got a, you know, I got, and she did great. You know what I mean? She was great. So I gotta find, I gotta get a stabilized guest, and then I'll be looking for a permanent um, guest host, or I don't know. But, wow! Um, Big news yeah. here at LaughCast.com. The Monumental Waste yeah. of Time podcast can be heard every other Sunday. And right now, uh, we, we, we just dropped a bomb. We, we got a bomb dropped on us. A-plus, since the beginning of the uh, show's origin, has been right there. I've been in studio with these guys, and they had great chemistry. Uh, maybe we'll get yeah, into it a little deeper. Big. Now, maybe we'll get into it a little deeper some other time, but uh, we thank you for dropping that here. And uh, best and much love to A-plus and you, and hope everything is cool. Yeah, A-plus did great. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, we're guess. Let's just say who, who's going to who's going to cover the spread. You, you looked into the future, but which which scenario do you think? Uh, I think the Patriots get that turnover and win by nine or ten. Yeah. You know that's kind of comforting because you've had a bad record with us. So we we love yeah, you and we uh, love that pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> I love you guys. Take care, okay? All right, thanks, Karen. Two weeks, thank you. Karen, right. always entertaining. 
Oh, I love Karen. Quick update here. Ben Simmons finishes with 19.17 rebounds, 14 assists in the 115-101 win over the Bulls, TR. How many turnovers? Oh, hell, I don't know. It's an ESPN update. For some reason, the ESPN thinks I care about the Sixers. I'm kidding. I love my Phillies. Sixers. I've been uh, over here <laughs> fiddling with uh, the computer trying to get and see if we got any chat going or anything like that, but I, I just I can't win. I, I see. TR, TR and technology is uh, it's pretty awful. The the computer actually restarted itself at one point. Muff's probably going to ban me from the studio at one point. Welcome, so. welcome to my world. <laughs> but it's, it is always good to have Karen on, and she brings a different insight to sports betting and to male ejaculation. Speaking of male ejaculation, TR. Yes, sir. I want to take a second and plug our new sponsor. Our new sponsor is BeADandy.com. That's B-E-A-D-A-N-D-Y.com. Do you ever feel embarrassed, TR, when you got to buy condoms at the grocery store? Sure, as big as mine are. Yeah, and you get stuck in a moment at 2 a.m. because you forgot to buy condoms. Don't you hate that? Got to have safe sex. Have to, have to. You hate going all the way without one. You don't need to have any more kids, you know, because you're an Uber driver and no one likes you, you know, stuff like that. Jeez, I'm, I'm aging. Why don't you throw that in, too? <laughs> I'm kidding, TR. I love you. I know. Well, what if you had a condom handy? That would be a dandy, wouldn't it? It'd be a dandy. It would. Never run out, guys. Less expensive than buying condoms at the store. Shipping is discreet. A condom purchase without all the weird, awkward moments. Like if you buy a condom and a cucumber at the store and they look at you really funny. Not that I know anything about that. But still, not West something Virginia. you want to deal with. Hey, yeah. shut up. Sorry, this is commercial. <laughs> you can order online at beadandy.com slash podcast. That's B-E-A-D-A-N-D-Y dot com slash podcasts. A special promotion for our listeners receive 50% off the starter pack. This is $3 for your first order, which includes six condoms. Then it's $6 a month. And you know what? If you have a condom subscription, you get laid more. Good point. So thanks to Be a Dandy for sponsoring us this week. And I believe they'll be with us for a little while. So thanks to those people. Be sure to support all of our sponsors. Make sure you support... The guys over at wowfreecam.com, they've been great to us. And if you're interested in sponsoring with us, please contact us. As we're always looking to plug anything and everything. And apparently the sex people love us. Yes. And that's fine with us. And apparently tonight our audience can tell, Jesus Christ, we've been just one infomercial after another. What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about something, I, Nate. We're going to talk. I do have an update on um, how Ben Simmons did tonight. Yeah. And um, he, he finished with six turnovers. Hmm. With That's a triple-double and only six with the ball in his hands that much. I'll give him a good night. They, 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 how much did they win by? Uh, it was 14 points. So they covered the spread, too. All right. I can't really, uh, can't really go backward. We can talk about what's going on in the rest of the NBA, though. That's right, we can. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the situation down in San Antonio with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, as reported, the Spurs are... Having some issues with Kawhi Leonard being distant and not really engaging as much as he's been having trouble with his rehab. And apparently Kawhi, I don't know what's going on down there in Pop's world. They're having some issues down there. But even with Kawhi out, the Spurs are tied for third in the West. So what do you think, TR, with Kawhi being you know injured and having trouble rehabbing? And it's become a mainstream issue that the Sixers aren't exactly thrilled with him right now. What do you think? You misspoke. You said the Sixers. I hope you have a I mean, the Spurs, Freudian, excuse me. I hope you had Spurs. a Freudian slip that came true somehow. If they were really that unhappy, God, <laughs> he, would, he would fit well here. But anyway, uh, Kawhi is a quiet player, so it's a very – and the Spurs as an organization are pretty quiet as well. So it's very peculiar that there's an issue coming out into the public and reports from ESPN and Fox Sports and other sources. Um Leonard is a healthy top three, top five player, definitely. But I'd say top three in basketball. Two He's the way, best two-way player in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Two-way player. Um, you know, we're all human beings, and this is pure speculation, but we see Markel Fultz with that, you know, the, the shoulder thing that we've talked about ad nauseum over here. We see a guy in Chicago. Um, Marking him? 
No, 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 no. Uh, he's in Cleveland now. My bad. Derek Rose. That's what I. Oh, was, Derek uh, Rose. Okay. Stumbling over. He had to take some time off for both physical and mental. He was the uh, MVP of the league at one point, and such a great guy coming out of University of Memphis, albeit a little scandal and whatnot, but. You know, uh, a great talent for the NBA who kind of diminished over the years. Granted, uh, when both of your knees are effed up, it's kind of hard to be the MVP. But he got to a point where his talent was back, and he got a nice contract from the Knicks and a little money from the Cavs, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that, uh, like I said, it's speculation, but I hope this isn't a mental thing with Kawhi Leonard because he would he'd really be a, a big loss to the NBA. I'm not saying he's going to leave the league by any stretch of the imagination it's very early in whatever's going on but uh i hope he's not like zoning out i mean i don't know what do you think well i think Kwai is just trying to evaluate what's going on with the spurs organization are the spurs with Kwai good enough to beat the rockets or to beat the warriors are they good enough to get there lamarcus aldridge they've kind of adjusted the way they play with lamarcus aldridge and has that affected Kwai? you know they've They've got some talent. They've got great young players. Uh, Parker, like Ginobili still got a little bit, but Parker's slowing down. Ginobili's starting to slow down a little bit. Uh, they really rely a lot on Kawhi and on Aldridge and those guys like that to come in and do the work. And Danny Green was another guy that they rely on a lot. And it's just interesting. They, they signed Rudy Gay, and that's a guy that, that should step up in these situations. It's just a matter of figuring out how bad the injury is and letting Kawhi rehab it at his own pace. You're, without him, you're still tied for third in the West. I mean, God. Like, it could be worse. I, I know things could be worse, and from, you know, from a profitable uh, business standpoint, all these teams, you know, the, the ratings are still up. I just checked uh, three, four days ago. Everything's fine with that. And, you know... As a business, the NBA is huge, but there's really not a realistic <coughs> threat to Golden State. There's not. There's just not. And somebody threw out there, Will Kane. I, I don't mean to segue off of Kawhi, but Will Kane's an ESPN guy who throws out a lot of just bullshit to get attention. Maybe that's what we should do and get more listeners. But he said uh, what he would do is trade LeBron James instead of waiting five months when he's going to leave anyway and build for the future for Cleveland. And he got lambasted, and probably on purpose by design, just to get people listening to his show and speaking and whatnot. But Cleveland's not going to beat Golden State with Isaiah no. and LeBron well, Cleveland, and Kevin Love. Cleveland's making a move, actually, to acquire George Hill from the Kings. I saw that. That broke, um, I believe, yesterday. Yeah, I saw that, too. But, I mean, George Hill's not going to make a difference against Golden exactly. State. Exactly. It's like they already got the, the Kyle Corvers and the Jose Jose Calderones of the world when Dwayne Wade and, you know, um, the aforementioned – why do I keep forgetting his name when I talk about him? The Derek dude, Rose? Derek Rose. That's why I forget his name. Derek he's, Rose, he's always... the MV- – listen, Derek Rose was MVP the year that they just didn't want to give it to LeBron again. So I, I call that MVP tainted. It's just me. Uh, he's he he played ball though. He balled for – Oh, he's a great – he's he's a, he was a great player, but was he more valuable than LeBron? What happened to the Bulls that year? Has TR? anybody other than like Kobe been more valuable by definition, though? I mean, Steph, I guess you could give it a little argument, but I mean, would Steve? Does Steve Nash deserve two MVPs to Kobe Bryant's one? Can, like, can we sit and think about that for a minute? Mm, good. Point. Kevin Garnett has one. Oh God! Dirk Nowitzki has up. one. Dirk Nowitzki has one. Steve Nash has two. Think about that for a minute. Something's wrong here. Well, if he, you know, I'm not going to compare him to Kobe Bryant, but certainly, certainly a top fiver in his time. Uh, yeah, I mean, no doubt. But I just, it was one of those things. And and honestly, they acquire LeBron has no reason to even complain about this team. LeBron handpicks this team. It's LeBron's team. You know why LeBron always signs a two year contract with a one year opt out? It's so he can keep Cleveland over a barrel. Because if they don't get him the team he wants, he can jet. You better share this with all your friends in the Cleveland area. because they... I'll tell every fucking body in the Cleveland area. It's the truth. I'm telling you, well, that, but you'd be a baby face because, uh, you know, when you say 
hold over the barrel. They'll be burning his jersey again when he's gone. So <laughs> He's going to leave eventually. He's, gonna, he's not going to finish his career in Cleveland. He's just not going to do it. He's going to leave uh, in the offseason if that I'm Will Kane thing is preposterous. I mean, so. Jordan didn't finish career as, as a bull, but he's a bull. Yeah, he had that little thing with the Wizards, but I think that's a different case scenario. He, Jordan, with his little mental breakdown, went to play baseball. And yeah, but he still remember, came back and still dominated. Yeah, yeah which is Jordan funny. Also he didn't go play for, he Jordan, also, Jordan also brought Chicago six titles as LeBron brought Cleveland one. And if it wasn't for Kyrie, he wouldn't have got that. Kyrie made that shot. Infamous three-pointer. I mean, Le- LeBron runs and forms this little super group down in Miami in order to try to combat against the West, and that started this whole fiasco. Hey, I'm starting to really, like, uh, go a-, a weird way, but that's good for the show sometimes. Um, Kyrie left, you know, he's got to be, like, saying, told you, motherfuckers. Um, you know, he's sitting there, number one in the East. You could chime in whenever you want, Jeff. Um He's definitely licking his chops, and uh, he's definitely saying, I told you so, sitting pretty. And I think that, that a lot of people said that he couldn't be the, the, the star of the team, and that's what he wanted to be, and he's, he's proven it so far. But also, uh, the, here's my weird take. Uh, there's a show on ESPN called First Take. We should make a segment now, Weird Take. Um, my weird take, Nate, 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 I called you. Nate is that, have you looked at LeBron, but not his hairline lately, his uh, Brock Lesnar-esque eyebrow line? Oh, yeah. Could LeBron be hitting the HGH? I'm not going to say he's not, but... S- to stay in, like, great condition and play till he's, like, 45 and hold every the, the single record? The dude's a freak of nature, and... Naturally, yes. Yeah, so I'm not taking anything away, but he does look a little funky lately. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, hey, Jeff, have we had our guest was supposed to be here with us about ten minutes ago? Have we not had him yet. Uh, we have not. Okay, I'm speaking with him right now. You guys go ahead. I'm trying to get him to call back. All right, I can talk all day. Me and Jeff, especially with these Philadelphia Eagles, even though it's an NBA show. I'm sorry to uh, change the topic, but uh, we have uh, a good half hour to talk NBA, Jeff. Let me tell you, uh, we talked a little. Thank you. Eagles! I should have gave it more than that. But we talked a little bit off air about uh, when you were watching the game and you felt a little bit disappointed when they were down 7 nothing. And I never had a, had a worry or a blur or a blurb or anything like that. Um, I was at a party with some childhood friends, which I always enjoy the most. And... One was a, a a friend of a friend that wasn't in our little group, and he was like cursing and f you, and you gotta make that tackle, and what the fuck, and we're blah, blah, blah. doom and gloom, man. And that's I, you know, that's not a, this team. This team, unless they're down like thirty or something with in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't give up on them. And not I that just, you, not that you did. I'm not accusing uh, you. Yeah, and I, not that I was worried. Like I was never worried in that game down seven nothing. But it, it also, this Eagle, I, I feel like Nick Foles isn't good enough to come from behind uh, from a big deficit. Like if they go down early fast, then I thought it was going to be done for them. And um, I just happened to be uh, saying, <laughs> funny story, I said, um, I just ha- I was I yelled and I was like, God, what did Philadelphia do to you? And as soon as the words fell out of my mouth, Patrick Robinson picked off that that interception and returned it for a touchdown five seconds after I said it. And and his name is Robinson, so of course he delivered in the clutch, you know. Um, but you 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 invoked some spirituality, which uh, I did, and I think uh, I'm I'm not uh, a crazy spiritual or religious guy, but if there's a sign that that might be one of them. There's, you know, just one of many, and there's the great Carson Wentz, who his tweets are all about God, hunting, and football. I have a question for you, TR. Go ahead. Uh, nobody, I'd, I'd say Carson Wentz is probably this year was, I mean, he's still an MVP candidate. He led the league in touchdown passes. He was arguably the best player in the entire NFL this year. And he's talks God and, and is a man of faith and... How how come people aren't 
uh, ragging on Carson Wentz like they did with Tim Tebow. They're not Tebowing his ass, huh? Yeah, I uh, I don't really have an answer for that other than his uh, talent, obviously, but and his winning ways. But he he's well, I think I mean last year I mean he didn't have a winning record his rookie season. Yeah, I I think it's just kind of a. Uh, it's like anything, like if you're an atheist, if you're a Catholic, if you're a Muslim or wherever, if if you put it out there constantly, and I think even if Tim Tebow doesn't do it purposely, it kind of is just a stigma with him. It's a thing. And I think the way Carson does it is a lot is behind the scenes that's been you know um, revealed since where he like holds little special group prayers and stuff like that. I mean, you can see it live at the stadium, but it's not for the cameras and whatnot. And I think the way he's uh, just – everybody has this – you know, most people have this saying, I don't care what you do or what you believe in, and I'm a, I'm a believer in a, a higher power. I don't want to get into that on this show because we're going everywhere. But um, all, if, We, we uh, cover all topics. Yeah, if you don't push it in somebody's down somebody's throat – they're kind of more likable, whether you believe it or not. You know what I mean? I, I guess that's my quote. That's my answer. <clears throat> well, guys, I uh, just spoke with our guest uh, through, and he has tried calling in, and apparently we're having an issue with the phone because it's not ringing. Uh, he sent me the screenshot where he tried to call the number and everything, so I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe, did um, he have the right number? Because <laughs> I'm looking at the phones. There's maybe maybe uh, it was during the current call. No, no, he just tried to call again. Uh, we'll get, we'll we'll figure something out uh, with with Glenn. He was going to be our guest this week. He's an old friend of TR's. Uh, we'll just finish out the show, guys, talking some basketball and some football. How about that? Um, sorry, we're live. We're doing this on the fly, and um, I'm sorry if you tuned in to hear Headbanger Thrasher, uh, Glenn Ruth, but um, we're having some issues. Uh, I don't know if it's his phone, our phone, what's going on. But we'll get him on within – we might get him on next week if we have a little time um, to get him. So, guys, one thing that came out recently was All-Stars. We talked about our starters. Now the reserves have been released. Um, i got to put on my glasses at this point, huh? Okay. I'll, I'll read off the starters for each team, and uh, then I'll – where I can do – I'll do the whole team. I'll read the reserves as well. All right. Steph Curry was voted captain. Here is his team. Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Those are the starters. Here's your reserves. LaMarcus Aldridge, Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Clay Thompson, and John Wall. Now, second team, LeBron James, Boogie Cousins, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving. Those are the starters. Your reserves, Bradley Beal, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Chris Epps Porzingis, Carl Anthony Towns, Russell Westbrook. So of those guys, and I said, TR, I sent you the list earlier. Of those guys, did, uh, did the NBA get it right? Do you guys think they got it right? Do you think they got it wrong? What do you think? Because they picked it, it's a little harder to decipher. It's not east-west kind of thing now. It's not, and that's a little bit more difficult. However, I can see a few omissions and a couple guys on here. Or at least I'm looking at one name in particular. I think I'm just going, how in the hell did this guy make it? But Paul George didn't. Chris Paul didn't. Blake Griffin didn't. You know, guys like that. How are how is certain guys on here? I'm down with Paul George because he leads the league this year in steals. Um, but let me look at who he would replace. One name is just standing out screaming at me that he doesn't deserve to be on this team. Number one or number two? Team two. That's Draymond Green. I'm calling I'm calling the biggest horse shit ever of Draymond Green making the all-star team over Paul George and Chris Paul. That's ridiculous. Or even, hell, Lou Williams deserves it over Draymond Green. What the hell's he done? He's the fourth best player on the Warriors. This is finally starting to be an interesting show because Nate's fired up finally about something. Fired up! That's an old <laughs> reference. Um, but, but Draymond Green is a cog in that wheel that makes it successful. I agree with you, which sucks because I want to debate you about this because Draymond's body of work, you know, 
for people in the know would be more important to a team than Paul George's. However, Paul George is a better player, and the All-Star game's not about anything else but the best players and entertainment. So I think Paul George, but who was your other guy? That you, uh, Chris Paul's playing well, too. Can we Chris shoot, Paul's doing can we great. shoot to Nate? Can we shoot yeah, Chris, Chris Paul's doing great, and Draymond Green is is averaging uh, well, eleven points per game. If I'm not mistaken, he's averaging I think eleven point eight. Let me get my let me get my my notes pulled up here. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'll give you his numbers in just two seconds here. He's averaging I believe eleven eleven almost twelve points a game, and here we go eleven point three points a game, seven point six assists, and seven point nine rebounds. That's not all star numbers. That's not all star numbers. I, I don't under I don't get it. Like he's a reserve. That's that's just absurd to me. And then Russell Westbrook is a reserve, averaging twenty four point eight points a game, ten assists. Meanwhile, starting for the All Stars, starting is who was the guy I was looking at? Joel Embiid. Westbrook should start over Embiid. I know you need a center. I know you need a big guy, but move DeRozan on the bench. Put put DeRozan on the bench. You got Boogie Cousins. That's enough. Put DeRozan on the bench. You got LeBron. You got Embiid. You got Boogie. You slide in. Um, you slide in Westbrook there, and there you go. Because I think Westbrook should start over DeRozan. If I'm saying that, or Embiid won. I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? I I, I agree with you 100. percent Um, you know Russell Westbrook's arguably. I mean, he's they're averaging. Yeah, I mean, DeRozan is averaging more points than him, and uh, yeah, but, but he's averaging five. He's averaging five less assists and six less rebounds. And that's a crowded team. That's not a team. It's like well, Russell Westbrook has to score and Russell Westbrook has to get rebounds and assist. no. Russell Westbrook's got yeah. Carmelo Anthony. He's got Paul George. He's got Steven Adams. All those guys take up points, rebounds. They take that up. And he's still almost averaging a triple-double. He's got Terrence Ferguson, too, who ain't bad. Um, no, he's not. He's not a bad player at all. But uh, I came in halfway through the argument, so I can't really uh, go back at you at I'll all. tell you, I think Russell Westbrook should be starting over DeMar DeRozan. I think I think Draymond Green should not be on the All-Star team. He should not be in the game. Um, you got re- to rewind, though, a little bit about the uh, starters because that's fan-voted, right? I don't think so. I think what happens is, if I'm not mistaken, I think the two captains are picked, and then they pick the starters based on the top ten vote-getters. Wait, let me let me look again. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how they do it this year, but I think the NBA mostly got it right. I think it was very close to getting it right. But Westbrook as a reserve, I don't agree with. Uh, even though last week I didn't have him starting. So if you call me out on that, fuck you. I just admitted it, okay? I get it. Um, no, they're, just, they're, they're definitely the same. Uh, they were just switched around due to the picking, but they're definitely the, the fan-voted starters that you had on Twitter and what have you. Okay. Well, well you, actually, it's it's a um, it's a combination. It the the starting lineup is is selected by fan, player, and media, and the reserves are chosen by the coaches. Right. So well, the coaches. Why would the coaches pick Draymond Green? That makes no sense to me. Um. Well, as as and, opposed and to they're not allowed to vote for their own players either. So as opposed to going against Paul George, I agree with you, and maybe Chris Paul, but uh. You know, on the on the positive side, Damian Lillard is finally in an All Star game. He's been in like one or two, I believe. Um, I mean, but he always Damian gets, Lillard deserves it. He always gets looked over. Um, so this year, maybe there was a conscious effort led by Stephen A. Smith. I think was saying that if he was in the East Coast, he'd be an All Star every year, which I kind of tend to agree with. Russell Westbrook, the, the uh, defending, reigning, defending, etc. <laughs> um, MVP and, you know, uh, averaged a triple-double. It's kind of a hard sell not to have him starting. He's almost averaging a triple-double again this year. But the thing with uh, Russell Westbrook as far as that fan uh, participation 
as far as I don't know the percentages, Jeff. Do you have them right there, fans and media? No, I don't have the percentages. I can I can I know it's 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 highly uh the, the All Star game's highly based on fan vote. I'm sure the media has a, a maybe thirty, seventy now, thirty or something like that. Now one one that was one the coaches got right. Victor Oladipo absolutely deserves to be an all star this year. They he's, they nailed that. He's playing absolutely. his ass off, yeah. He is. He's averaging twenty four points a game, five rebounds a game, and four assists. Like you can't ask for more. And the other day got right because I personally I don't know from uh your perspective, Nate, where you live, but I watch every, you know, play if I have it accessible. DVR wise or whatever, or the Sixers, and I am glad that Ben Simmons is in there because I'd be arguing against my own guy. It's, it, you know, there's a lot of talent that they they didn't get in here. You can't tell me Ben Simmons deserves to be an All Star over Chris Paul, over Paul George. Even there's just there's a lot of a lot of players that they didn't bring. Even Kimball Walker, you could argue, could be an All Star. You know, yeah, uh, it's Al Horford's another one, man. Like I don't know about Al Horford. Like I know. According to our friend Sean Grandy on Twitter, he said Al Horford leads the league in the plus minus. Uh, so, I have, you know, I love that stat. I wish I could have a daily uh, source. Hint, listeners, um, send it to me if if you have a daily source of plus minus for the year. Because Popovich came out and said that's garbage because somebody brought up a certain player, I forget who. And, yeah. But Popovich says a lot's garbage because he he probably didn't even know what they meant just because he wanted to get away from the interview, but. Sounds like Popovich. You know, plus minus to the novice fan out there is when you're on the floor, it's much like hockey. It's a you know, it's not an analytic like Sam Hankey like breaks down everything. It's yeah. a simple analytic. If you're on the fucking floor and your team is winning, you'll get a plus. If while you're on the floor you score your team seven points and the other point the other team scores two, you're plus five. It's basic basic mathematics of of the plus of the better, you know, team player you are, and and that's the ultimate goal is to win a championship, not to get seventeen, ten, and ten. So yeah, when you throw the ball away and your team sucks, but you're lighting up ESPN Sports Center's top ten, that don't mean dick to me. Hint, Ben Simmons, but we're straying from that. But the plus minus, I'd love to have a source of that every night because guys like T.J. McConnell and. Uh, up in Boston, Marcus Smart and people like that, you know, are just unsung heroes of this league and the reason that some teams win championships. Well, one more thing I want to bring up here uh, to get away from all-star voting. I mentioned Kimball Walker. The trade rumors are out there. Kimball Walker is on the block. Where do you think Kimball Walker lands, guys? Where do you think Kimball Walker goes from here? Because Charlotte seems to be washing their hands and they're saying, you know what, we're going to start over. Sim Kimba. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't write anything for that this week. That'll return soon. T.R. Uh, uh has been in contact with me. He'll come back. Um, Kem- Kemba, I'd love, I'd love to have here, but, you know, Colangelo doesn't want to win this year, obviously. Um, he just wants to pack the building for his uh, owners to pat him on the head and give him another million dollars. So, um, where will he land? Where is he, you know... NBA is kind of a dead end, and I I want to like hype it up for this show and for people to listen. And it's just like Golden State; everything leads to Golden State. You know, where what are you thinking down there, Nate? Where do you think will land? And you know, you even said your own team that you love, Minnesota. You can't see them fucking with Golden State. I, I don't. I don't see Minnesota really messing with Golden State. And after playing with Houston, I I just don't think that they have what it takes. Houston may be. The only team that can beat Golden State, but not in a to me in a seven game series, Houston's no match for Golden State. Um, as far as Kimba goes, I think a great landing spot for Kimba would be the Knicks. That's a perfect place for him. And the Knicks, they don't have a lot of assets right now, but they could give up. You know, they don't have a lot of. You know, they have Porzingis, and and they're going to keep Porzingis, and they should. That's their guy. Because this Frank Net Negliabu or whatever the hell his name is, that was that may be that may go down as one of the worst draft picks ever of that draft behind Markel Fultz. <laughs> like I don't get it, Dennis Smith, and you know I have to agree with Le- LeBron. Dennis Smith is sitting right there looking at you, Malik Monk, who the Hornets got, who he I thought he would be a better shooter than he's become in the NBA, but he was sitting there. Agreed. Like 
I don't understand what they were thinking in New York, taking this guy who played overseas in France and only averaged four points a game overseas. Like, what sense does that make? And I know, and now Ennis Canner is going to kick my door in and kick my ass for this. But I'm just telling you, Dennis Smith's sitting right there. He's a proven guard out of North Carolina State. He's a guy that can play. He can put the ball on the floor. He can make his own shot. He can score. He can find guys for an assist. I don't understand what they were thinking. But Kimba, New York, I think would be a great fit. Milwaukee, uh, unload one of your big guys you have in Milwaukee. You get Kimba Walker in Milwaukee, that's great. And with Jason Kidd recently being fired, which we haven't touched on, that was big to get rid of Jason Kidd, I thought. Yeah, well, um, they're both uh, well-thought destinations for Kemba. I, uh, you know, New York seemed obvious after I didn't think of it when you brought it up, but Milwaukee, it was kind of a light bulb in my head. I mean, they got Bledsoe, who's always going to score, but he's not but a he's compliment. Not that pure, he's not that pure point guard right. that they need, and Kemba is. Right, and and your boy, the Greek freak, who I'm slowly getting to be a fan of, although he took two games off for a sore knee around All-Star time, so that's a little questionable to me Yeah, for his little heart there, his little Greek heart. <laughs> but um, He just had some bad salad. He's going to be all right. Kemba can play. Let's, no mistake he's, about it. I he's mean, the most underrated player in the league. Yeah, and... You know, there were doubts about him coming in from Connecticut after a national championship and so forth. But he can play. He's an NBA player and an NBA star. And Milwaukee might be a good, you know, that, that hand might fit the glove there. What oh, about, just, um, what I, about I Miami? Miami's surging at the moment as You're well. You're on Drogic. I, I don't know if you want to interrupt what Drogic's doing. Drogic, he's a little older, but I just thought of one that I think would actually be the best fit. New Orleans. Kimba, yeah. Boogie, the Brow, that's a dangerous lineup, folks. That would make uh, my internet buddy uh, Thomas Bain happy because he he put a throw-in bet in case uh, somebody from Golden State got hurt. Uh, he took the Pelicans at like 115 to 1. or I'm probably over-exaggerating, but some the Pelicans huge... The Pelicans are a conundrum to me. They have the two best big guys in the league. They really do. They're the two best big guys in the league. But they have absolutely nothing other than that. And I don't I, know. Drew Holiday's a good player. He's a good player, but he's not a compliment to those two. Like, those two should be touching the ball every play. And I, I don't know if it's coaching, but they cannot seem to get it together. You got two guys that are both averaging double-doubles, and you can't win with that? I, I, think, there's, I think there's a lot of chemistry issues all around the league. Um Especially if you look what's what we already talked about in Cleveland and what I always bitch about in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, chemistry's a big issue, man. You can have – I mean, I go back to that team, even though they were long in the tooth, Gary Payton and Carl Malone joining Shaq and Kobe, and I thought it was a done deal. Fuck that team. Fuck that team well, straight they, to fucking hell. They lost. So, I mean, they did. Oh, but do you know, how, you know who they beat? <laughs> The cocksuckers. Fucking stacking a team like that, motherfuckers. I'll never forgive Carl Malone for that, by the way. I like you, Carl Malone. I did. Then your bastards came in and ruined the best fucking team Minnesota ever had. Don't cut a heel promo, man. I'm the heel. You're the baby face. I'm fired up, damn it. You got me fired up. But you're booking like, uh, you know, in the future, we got... Carl Malone's probably listening to say, I ain't going on there. I'm just fucking with you. Fuck right, everybody. If he is, if he is I'll, I'll just tell him, hey, man, you fucked my team. That was the year, man. That was the year. That, but, was, that was the year for your boy who was on Area 51 or what it's called. What's it called? Yeah, on yeah, Area TNT? 21. Area 21. That's who we should shoot for. Those guys are cool, like uh, Ernie Johnson. Yeah, they really man. are. We got to get a really hold of are. those cats. Uh, hey, Jeff, did we get a voicemail? I believe we did. Ah, hell. He promised it. All right, Jeff, what we're going to do is we'll play this voicemail. We'll do a couple quick plugs, and we'll get out of here. Let's take a listen to what our buddy up north had to say, TR. Let's take let's listen in, shall uh, we? This week was... <sighs> Welcome to the 13th episode of the metric edition of Wide Men Can't Jump. This is Jim filling in again for 3F Frank. And wow, once again, holy crap. What a week of sports we had. 
Philadelphians again losing their fucking minds in the streets as they head to the Super Bowl. That's right, holy shit, you heard it here first. The fucking Super Bowl. Unbelievable. First. 76ers, <laughs> one and one in their last two. Not so bad. Philadelphia Flyers, eight and two in their last ten. Kicking ass, being the fucking juggernaut we all knew they were and could be. Unbelievable. Now, let's not fuck around and ruin this momentous fucking occasion in Philadelphia sports. Although, there is one part of me that thinks we're going to see a flock of fucking eagles on Super Bowl Sunday. And that Tom Brady is going to fucking destroy your team. Like he's destroyed what the, so I many thought this others. Was a, oh, but good God, I out of Nate. The Brady legacy is intact. He doesn't need another fucking Super Bowl. It's about time somebody else won. And why the fuck not? The hapless Eagles, who, well, they've never won one yet. So they deserve it, and so does the goddamn city. So, anyway, without further ado, moving on, we head to the ballot on Nate Bush. There it is. This is an unbelievable piece of work. As you can tell, I'm fucking hyped to even do it. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> you all know Rush. You all know how oh, Frank God. can be such an asshole. Well, here you go. Here it is. The ballot on Nate Bush. I'm a diehard Rush fan. A four-eyed geek. Know. He's a nerdy guy from West Virginia. Explains his size. <laughs> he doesn't pay any rent. Still lives in his mom's basement. Spends his day on the internet. Spanking till he's spent. Oh, yeah. masturbator. <laughs> what you say about his ability is what you say about hillbillies. His oh, internet is a mess. Does Nate Stoddard take a guess? Oh, no. oh baby. <laughs> Sounds just like Getty Lee. He really does. Wide man can't jump is an fucking awesome podcast. <laughs> Listen, it will open your eyes. Yeah. Today's Nate Bush will tell a lie to you. His beard is fake. He uses super glue. <laughs> Holy shit, three minutes solo. Sometimes <laughs> he needs so. to vent when his thoughts become all bent. Then he turns to Kevin Garnett and dreams of slam dunking in his bed. Oh, oh do. fuck. Oh, Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Facebook profile says he's set. He has a woman and a pet. I do. Could be fake, we're not sure yet. Autumn Blink if you're kidnapped. <laughs> White man can't jump. T.R. Shock is such a treat. Laugh cast 7 p.m. Wednesday. Hail to the winner. Frank's a sharp guy. He made fun of you. Some may even be true, and then he's gone. It's too late to reply. Oh, I get it. It's too late to reply. He cut out, right? That's... <laughs> very you know creative, what? very good song. I'll say this. Even though he was busting my chops, man, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> in, the vein, in the vein of Tom Sawyer by Rush. Yes, my all-time favorite band, in case anybody didn't know that. It's now going to be forever known in my head as the Ballad of Nate Bush. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, but... Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Nate, you don't live in your mother's basement, but... No, I live um, in the attic. But uh, <laughs> that, that, that was a... What was the line that set that one up? Something about... He doesn't pay any rent. Oh, okay, yeah. He doesn't pay any rent. It's yeah. kind of catchy. You got your toes a tapping a little bit there, you know? 
Yeah, <laughs> remind me of uh, the late Carrie Von Eric coming to the ring with uh, Tom Sawyer there. Go on, wrestling. Good, uh, good job there. Uh, was that Frank or Tim? I think that was Tim on behalf of Frank. So nice job up there, Tim and Frank, putting that together. So yeah, I appreciate very, I appreciate that. Very, I, I, very creative. He might he might become a breakout star after that one. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. But anyway, it's after ten, which means we're over time, and now we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we'll. Get, be back next week more guests more fun more basketball and hopefully we'll all be celebrating an eagles uh victory actually well, uh, in, yeah, the Super Bowl. in two weeks yeah it'll still be oh well actually one thing real quick guys jeff i don't know if you watch wrestling tr who'd you pick to win the royal rumble sunday oh wow um let me go women's first okay uh ronda rousey okay and the men Man, Let yeah. me think what direction they'll go in after they just fired one of my favorite characters for some fucking bullshit. But anyway, uh, that's too long to get into now. Um, yes. The men's... You go, and I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. All right. Uh, women's, I think they're going to let Charlotte Flair win it because she's the first at everything. First women's hell in a cell. First women's champion in a long time. You know, she's the first at everything because of who she is. And she's fantastic. I love Charlotte. So Flair. you think so she's going to be number 30 or something and then no, challenge Alexa? In, wouldn't shock me if she comes in at number three. Okay. If you get my drift. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And men's, who do I think is, who am I, who do I want to win? Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. I'd like to see Shinsuke Nakamura win it to face AJ Styles in the Wrestle Kingdom rematch. Um, who do I think is going to win? Roman Reigns. Um, so, TR, got an answer for me on that? They've they've said it's going to be Cena, Taker, and Reigns, Lesnar. That's why I was waiting for your response as the mania thing. But maybe they're giving Strowman the monster push. So I'm gonna I got to pick see. somebody else uh, just for the sake of it. Um, who the hell could? People, oh god, that'd be terrible if they put Reigns. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kane against uh, Reigns? Strowman. Strowman. Oh, Strowman. Yeah. Um, nah, I can't. I gotta go with the chalk. I'm Roman Reigns too. Another yeah. fucking maybe a maybe a riot in Philadelphia. Um, before I was in a, I was in Pittsburgh when Batista wanted. It was not pretty. So. That's our picks for the Rumble Sunday, guys. Have fun with that. Uh, check out all the people that support us, our sponsors. Thanks to BeADandy.com and to WowFreeCam.com. Check them out. Criscola Concrete. Che- yeah, them too. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have them on my sheet. And there goes that damn lizard again. Fucking hell. Uh, big shout-out to Jeff Simmons, LaughCast.com for having us here. Check us out. iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, Flash FM, Pod Paradise, anywhere you find podcasts, we are there. Big thanks to all the people that help us out. Shooting the shiz with Brian Trammell, Star Maker Bowling, uh, Ron Fuller Studcast, 605 Podcast, the... We're Tony Basilio. Tony Basilio as well. Big thanks to all of those shows. Something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard. Thanks to Conrad Thompson, everybody, for helping us out. Thanks, Chris Scamuffa. Thank you, Jeff, for being here with us tonight. For TR, I'm Nate Bush. TR, take us home. Peace out. They're playing back.